Welcome to Behavior Buff, a podcast for the active parent. Ty and Hillary Krieger dive into ways to reduce the stress of parenting. They throw in a little fitness chatter, but mainly guide you how to raise kids in a positive light by delivering tangible tools to use right away. Listen from them and guests just like you on how to go from survival mode to feeling in control when it comes to your kids. Three, two, one. All right, guys, we're back. Episode number 10, and we're talking about three easy tips to smooth out your daily transitions. Tyler's here with me, and he's mainly going to be hitting on transitions going to school, coming home from school, and one very popular transition, which is kids going to bed. He has some really great tips and tricks and three easy points for you to work on right away after listening. But First, I'm going to give a listener review. It comes from Ash Bags 33 and I think I know who this is. Ashley Peterson, what's up? It reads, it's titled, Great for Any Parent, and it reads, Ty and Hill do a great job of keeping it real and giving great advice on how to handle the tough stuff when it comes to parenting. Every time I listen to them, I walk away with great parenting tips and actions I can instill immediately. Highly recommend. Awesome, Ashley. And thank you so much for the review. And thank you for sending us a message the other day. So sweet of you working out in your garage and listening to Behavior Buff. That's freaking awesome. I love pictures like that. We are going to go right into transitions. All right. So transitions are and always have been one of the most frequent topics that I dive into with parents because it's ultimately a combination of two different types of functions when we talk about evoking behavior. So we've talked about those functions, those four functions in previous episodes, but this specific issue touches on when we remove access or we are taking something away from them. A lot of times it's their free time. And then at the same time, we're placing a demand to do something that is not preferred uh, or something that they don't want to do. So that's the number one reason why transitions tend to be such a tricky thing for most parents. The number two reason why things are so tricky with transitions is because typically we're on a time crunch. We're either running to school or to work or we're late for a practice or we're late for church or we, we just got to go somewhere. We got to be somewhere. That's why it's a transition. We're transitioning to those things. So everybody's stress level is always up. The patience is low and we just can't wait out those behaviors. So even the coolest of parents who typically are just super chill will often feel their patience be tested when it comes to a tight transition. And like Hillary mentioned in our intro, these transitions we're going to be talking and mostly focusing on today are going to be things that happen day in and day out. So these daily routines, such as morning, after school activities and bedtime are things that happen nearly every day, at least every weekday, and often cause those same daily problems. So the number one thing that we're going to focus on when we're trying to smooth out those daily routines is to create a list or a schedule. 
And so in this list, you're going to just go through either with your child or with your, with your partner and just list out all of the steps that might be necessary. So if it's a morning routine, it could be gets up, gets dressed, brushes teeth, eats breakfast, gets backpack ready, gets clothes on, ready, for, ready to get out the door. Okay, so those five to six steps could be a simple routine. Coming home, right? So a coming home routine could be takes backpack out, takes out homework folder, does any necessary homework, changes clothes out of out of school clothes to play clothes or activity clothes, goes to activity, those types of things. And then for bedtime, we're looking at things like brushes teeth, reads a story, turns off lights, hits the bed. So any, any, whatever the routine is for you, it could be as simple as two or three steps. It could be as simple as, it could be as complex as eight to nine steps. Whatever your situation is, that's what you're going to do here. You're going to create that list. If your kid is a reader, you can just list it out with words. If your kid's a pre-reader or a younger kid, well, you could use pictures. You could just go to simple clip art. You could use Google images, whatever it is. You could take pictures, and that's probably what I would do and I would recommend the most. Take some pictures, get them printed off, and then create your own little visual schedule. You're going to place that schedule anywhere where you think it would be the easiest for your kids to see when they are going through that routine. So a lot of morning routine schedules should be in the kid's bedroom or potentially in their bathroom. A lot of uh, school or after school routines might be underneath their hook when they can, can they come home and hang their backpack up. So wherever you think that the visual would be useful for that given routine, that's where you're going to hang it. So after you have that list down, you're going to go through that list and see, can my kids actually complete each one of these steps independently? Now, this may seem like a simple question, but a lot of times this is where I see some of these routines and some of these schedules get caught up. Because if a kiddo is not able to, for example, in a morning routine, pour their own milk for their cereal, well, they might end up spilling or they might end up asking you to do it. And you might become frustrated with them and then the whole routine kind of gets thrown off and the schedule is then useless. So try to find those trouble spots or those, those lack of skills where those kids have prior to you actually rolling this thing out. So then once you have those ideas of where you're going to need to insert yourself for help, make sure you're available for your kids. If your kid is not able to zip up their own coat, it's really unrealistic for us to expect them to get fully ready to leave and go out the door without your help. So be ready and be available for them while at the same time working on teaching them more steps towards independence with that skill. So that would be our second step. Go through, pick those spots where you think they might need help, try to shape up that behavior and work towards independence. Finally, the third and most maybe important step out of these routines is you need to reinforce successful use of the routine. So if a kid is working, the, the most common one that I like to say is use a natural reinforcer, such as a screen time piece, like a video game or a tablet or a little TV show or a computer. Use that at the back end of the routine. And once they get steps one through five done, that sixth step can be some brief screen time access or playing with their favorite toy. And the important part with this, just like any reinforcer, is that we withhold it 
unless they are successfully completing the set routine, whatever was agreed upon. So if they just are going to get up and just turn on the TV right away, well, chances of that routine getting completed independently is pretty low. However, if you have them go through their routine and then use that TV time as a reinforcer for successfully completing it, well, your chances go up quite drastically. Now, the first few times you implement it, it may not work out. They may not get it and they might not get their TV time. And guess what? That might cause a behavior. But you have to think about the long run. We need to think about all the future transitions that are going to be occurring and how successful we can be in the future. So it may not necessarily get take care of things right away and it may make things a little bit more stressful right away but the more practice you have with this uh, and the more you stick to your guns on giving them that access the better it'll be the second type of reinforcement could potentially be a positive reinforcement system or a sticker chart you guys know our jam by now so that is one of our favorite things that we like to recommend so a bonus sticker or a you know level up on their token chart or their system, that could be an easy way to do it also. And then finally, no matter if you're giving natural access or if you're using a positive behavioral support system or a sticker chart, always deliver praise, right? Let them know specifically how proud of you, how proud of them you are for following through with that routine and be specific with it too. Hey, I really liked Sloan. I really liked how you brushed your teeth and got your clothes on without even me having to remind you. Thank you so much for doing that. You're really, you're really rocking that morning routine. So I think those are the three main tips that I am going to give you and leave you guys with today. It's short, it's sweet, but it's really effective. And if you guys stick to it, I promise that you will definitely see some smoother transitions and some great results. So to review, the three steps for smoothing out those daily transitions are, one, create the routine and schedule using a list. Two, assess what parts of that list or transition routine you may need to help your kids out with. And then three, reinforce with positive reinforcement, successful implementation of that routine. So if this podcast spoke to you and transitions are a major pain point for you and your kids, time for some homework. Grab that piece of loose leaf paper sitting on your desk, jot out that most troubling routine, go through it, pick a spot or two where you may need to help your kids out, and then think about what you're going to use for a reinforcer. Good luck, guys, and I can't wait to hear your success stories. So... We have some exciting news. We're going to have our second guest interview on the podcast for our next episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And until next time, this is Tyler. Talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to Behavior Buff Podcast. Make sure to follow along on Facebook and Instagram at Behavior Change Collective.